Hey, you guys like Domino's? Like pizza? Pepperoni? Not so much. No? Mexican train? Yes, I like those. Not so much. More like purchase contracts. Um, That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. In general, if you feel stress, it's because you don't feel power. You, you feel like you don't have control over something. Well, the easiest way to get control over something is to start taking action based on good information. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, a Utah real estate agent. Jason Christiansen, mortgage lender. Eric Wist, Utah real estate agent. Today in our episode, we are talking about the domino effect, sometimes called domino contracts. And this is referring to when you have one uh, contract that you're moving out of, maybe you're selling this contract, you're moving into another contract. Um, maybe there's other contracts. That person is selling. That person is selling. Yeah. So all and of these things, dominoes. these dominoes have to fall in sequence or it doesn't work. Naturally, this can lead to a little bit of stress. Have you guys felt this in the, in the real estate Yeah, this is world? actually yes. when things go south, this is typically, well, my, someone's going to be homeless and da, 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 da. Yes. All, so there's a lot of stress points, and we're going to illustrate the important points of domino contracts using story time with narrator Eric. Perfect. Okay, so very real, just like they said. Here's a great example of one. Uh, this one has four or five properties, uh, contracts in lay. So we have property A, buying property B, okay? Mm -hmm. Property B is purchasing property C, property C is purchasing D, and D is purchasing E. E is luckily, that's their second home and they're actually, they're just taking the money and going on vacation. They're the end of the domino. They're the end of the domino, okay? So this is where it gets really tricky, okay? Because we're trying to stack these up perfectly and you think that's nice and easy, but as soon as you start throwing dollars into it and not just purchase dollars. So one of the first dollars you run into on a contract is earnest money. Hmm. Jason, how does earnest money play into a contract real quick? Well, it's you wanna make sure that you have sufficient earnest money to cover default of the people on the other side of the domino and that your dates line up as well. So. Um, I'm putting down $10,000 earnest money. The people buying my house are also putting $10,000 down. That works. Or they're putting $20,000 down. And I would have a gain if something mm-hmm. happens, right? Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. don't want to put down 20000 or, what, 100000 <laughs> Yeah. And have $10,000 down on mine. So if this fails, I get to keep ten. And if mine fails, yeah. I lose yeah. And there's also, there's also timelines involved here. We were just involved in one where um, we had earnest money going non-refundable at five o'clock on the purchase and five o'clock for um, for the sell. What you wanna do is line up, so you've got a little gap there so that the earnest money of the person purchasing your property, maybe their non-refundable earnest money happens at noon and then your non-refundable earnest money on the purchase is at five o'clock. Just right? enough There's so you have gap. response time. Yes. Yeah, because because you, you would think that, oh, five and five works, but what if you get a cancellation at 4.30 can yeah. you, do you have enough time to get to your email and get a cancellation on the other one? Like, Run, yeah, it runs into challenges. Okay, so back to the story. In, in these dominoes, um, 
like the the reason why dominoes like that word is used like if you really go back to even how you're playing it and just messing around as a kid stacking them up you can do them smoothly you can have it so they fall down disastrously they still fall but mm-hmm. they don't look good yeah. they barely made it it barely touched the one in front of it or <laughs> like there's all sorts of different it's just ways like that. it's presentation like do you want a chocolate cake that i serve to you on a platter or i could serve it to you with my hand or do you want me to eat it and barf it back up it's on all the chocolate plate? cake it's still chocolate cake it went it happened and i and the reason why I, I guess I make a bigger deal about this is there's a difference between um, the people in party and responsible for this transaction, like your agents and mortgage lenders that care about the transition happening and then care about it happening smoothly. Mm. And that's where this domino effect really comes into play because there's a lot of stuff that happens on the background. So in this A, B, C, D, E domino effect that we're in, uh, there is a total amount of earnest money. I'm just adding up all the different contracts, okay? We're at $200,000 of earnest money. That could be changing hands. That but, but, will that, be changing that hands. That is changing hands, that is, right. that is changing hands, okay? So now you're 200 grand. So now that affects the stress level right off the bat, okay? Yeah, and rising stress. Where this comes into play is the biggest thing is communication. The agents that are involved need to be talking to the other agents and don't play little games like, hey, yes, this is our dates. So you're wanting to buy? Okay, great, you're buying in a different state? Okay, like the one that I'm dealing with right now, it's all in different cities, okay? Hmm. Like not within 40 minute drive of each other, like hours, hours, okay? Find out when those dates are, those earnest money, to have set up, okay? The next big thing is while you're transitioning and talking about these contracts is you're going into settlement dates. When are you signing and actually moving dollars? Because now the lender needs to know this for the actual loan. So you have to process a loan to purchase this next property, which means debts have to be taken care of. They have to know where these are coming from. Mm -hmm. That all has to happen and still has to go through underwriting. Still, all of these things have to happen. And if you don't tell the lender or line this up correctly or involve the lender in the negotiation of that next contract, you're setting your client up for failure. Or if you're talking, listening as as a client, your agent, didn't do what we was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah so you ended up with a lot of stress. Settlement dates, how does that, like, where does that come into play and how does that actually line up? Well, so settlement dates really matter because there's gonna be timelines in between uh, when, the, when, when A signs for B's property and then B can take the proceeds from the transaction and move them into the C property, right? So can we just have all of them on the same day? That would be devastating. Why? No. Because it all it all happens on the same day. I guess if they were all at the same title company, you could actually probably make that happen. Not but that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, Usually yeah. you want to give a few days in between uh, A settling and then B settling. At least a few more days. Because day. you have wiring. Yeah. You're, you have yeah. wire funds. You have documentation exactly. that has to get printed with the right prorations. Let's define settlement though again really quick. Settlement is signing documents 
and the movement of down payment. Of dollars. Yeah, down payment, not necessarily funds from the lender. That's true, that's so, closing. Right, so you have settlement happen and you can put the settlement deadlines in there, but what if you've got one who's gonna wait the four full days before they move the rest of their money from their lender? Then you just pray that those four days happen before your settlement deadline that's on the another next one of those things that like, if earnest money goes hard at five and earnest money goes hard at five, that's fine, right? No. Yeah, it causes <laughs> problems. You need time for that for that domino to tip. Like you tip a domino and then the last one doesn't fall immediately. You yeah. give, it give takes time. time for that domino to settle. Oh, <laughs> then it's closed. Um, but yeah. So in this domino effect, this one's a little bit different situation, okay? Because luckily, okay, luckily every single one of these parties there's no lender involved. That's okay. amazing. Okay, we got we got lucky yeah, on this. Okay, <laughs> this this doesn't happen very often, but every single one of these are paying cash. Wow. Okay, <laughs> but that's still the only thing that got removed was the lender factor. But it still has to wire from this property to this title company. Make sure that's correct amount. Then wire to this one with these documents. Well, and chat with the your buyers on how to wire funds. I got a deal that was supposed to record today. We were ready to send funds, but the buyer couldn't get their bank to wire funds today. So it didn't happen. I mean, how often do you guys wire funds? You know, Or they wired client? them at five o'clock. Well, it's still that day. Well, no, you missed the wire cutoff time. Yeah, the Fed's oh, wire there's, cutoff there's, time. There's, you mean that's a real thing? Yes, and you can't just show up with a duffel bag of cash either. That's, even though we say cash, that's you can't do that. Right. So there's a lot of different stuff. Now, the other big crucial thing is possession time. Mm. And that in this market currently, is something that needs to be negotiated correctly because that is just as important as the settlement deadline. Why is that? Well, I mean. Or how is that, when, why is it important? When do you get to move into home? How long are you gonna be homeless? Where are you gonna live? So yeah, you have your your settlement and then your closing and the home is legally yours. The, the sellers transitioned it to the buyer, but they said, we want seven days, we want 59 days, mm -hmm. you know? So that still yeah. needs to be worked out. And I, I love like Tyler's story to his kids, right? Oh, is it, is it time for white hair wisdom? With Tyler? <laughs> yeah. Let's do white hair wisdom. Okay. This is my kids come to me and in their world, they are suffering a catastrophic stress <sighs> and uh, they're, they're still learning, right? And they sit down with their wise old dad and they sit down and having all this stress. And, I, and we sit and we talk for a little while and I, and I help them understand that there's really not that many things that cause stress. In most circumstances, stress occurs and anxiety occurs because people feel like they don't have control. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm sure there's other things out there. And if you are a psychologist, put the right answer in the, <laughs> in the comments down here. Come be on our show. As yes, come be on our show. Um, but in general, if you feel stressed, it's because you don't feel power. You, you feel like you don't have control over something. Well, the easiest way to get control over something is to start taking action based on good information. And so as real estate agents, you can tell one that cares about other agents or that cares about their clients by how much information are they sharing. Are they giving options? Are they allowing the person to select the type of transaction that's going to be best for them? That's how you reduce stress. You reduce stress by giving information and then taking action on that information. Yeah. 
And the information, that's the big crucial part. All parties of these domino effect chains, one, they need to be giving information to each other to help something go smoothly. They need to be educating their clients, not necessarily, I mean, not just on why it's going this way, but also what could be the worst case scenarios. If these are the options, because this is what's possible if you pick that up. Here's, here's one that I hear a lot of the times, you know, we'll just send an addendum a couple days prior and extend the settlement date by by four days, <laughs> by five days. We're this close, of course they're going to accept it, okay? Why would they not? Here's the thing, in this A, B, C, D, E transaction right here, okay, um, the D person, C is buying D's property, okay? Luckily, I communicated this and D said, hey, just so you know, we're not going to extend settlement deadline. We have a backup offer who is going to pay more than asking price. Hmm. You miss settlement deadline, we take your 40,000 earnest money that you put down, we go under contract with our backup offer who is going to close in two weeks for an additional $50,000. Wow. So if you just assumed that, and I said, you know what, hey, we're just don't worry about it. we'll just throw in a denim. If this doesn't happen, we'll accept, they'll, they'll go by five days. You just assumed you didn't even contact and talk to the other agent and say, hey, look, I'm doing the best we can, but we're waiting on A and B, and they're not giving us any information. I, I, I I'm, I'm kind of stuck, like I don't know what's going on. Explain that to that person that's behind you and they will be like, oh, okay, I see that you're trying to do the best that you can and you're communicating with me, but we're not getting info from these ones. I'll be maybe a little bit more lenient on this and they'll explain to theirs, their clients. And so now I found this out, so I expressed this all the way up the chain to A and say, hey, look, A, if you don't do this by this date that you said that you're going to do it by, there is a like an eighty percent chance that we lose this. Yeah, and it goes back to deadlines and deadlines money. And stuff, make yes. sure that make sure the words, written words, line up. Yep, with the intent. Yeah, yeah, and this comes back to like just reiterating of getting a transaction done versus getting a transaction done smoothly and actually caring about your client's needs yeah. on moving forward. Represent yourself and make sure that whoever's representing you, if you're the client, like they're doing what they're supposed to do. You're paying them. Yeah. Make sure that they are taking care of you, your your lenders are working for them, but they can only work as much as that information is given to. Yeah. So, what did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is to give yourself enough space between every domino to allow for critical things to happen, whether that's your earnest money, your settlement, your possession, whatever it is, give yourself a little bit of space, give yourself a little buffer to breathe and you'll end up having a lot less stress. Make sure that the earnest money you are receiving covers the earnest money you're giving. Remember that people with gray hair give good wisdom sometimes. Sometimes. Education helps reduce stress. So learn about the, the transaction you're doing. Dominoes, not just good when you eat them, but they're also good when your transactions go smoothly. Yeah, it's like art when it's set up right by a good agent. Do you know a good agent? We want their name in the comments below. Yeah, have them subscribe. Let's hear what they have to say. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, 
shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. Talking about purchase contracts. Oh, domino effects. That's what we're talking about today. Okay, let's tighten that up. You're <laughs> this like long sigh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tyler Kazare, Utah real estate agent. Jason. <laughs> I was so close. <clears throat> Hold on. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Agent. <laughs> Like, I was gonna make fun of you. I didn't want to make fun of myself. Jeez. That was really good. I I really liked that episode. I was quiet for most of it. Maybe that's why I liked it. <laughs> you have trouble with that chair, man. I like Pizza Steve. I like Pizza Steve. Yes. <laughs> um. I had something. I just forgot. Hold on.